the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And we're back. This is No Butts About It. I'm your host, Josh Butts. We're here with Chuss, still in his basement in Pittsburgh. I'm in a dorm room in Ohio. And if you're new to the show, we talk football. That is our thing that we speak about on this show. And so if you don't like football, this might not be the show for you. But if you do like football or you want to learn about football, what's going on in the league, this is the show for you. Last night was a very dramatic game between the L.A. Rams and the Las Vegas Raiders. And me and uh, Chuss here, usually we go and we predict who we're going to win the Thursday night game during Wednesday's show. But we didn't because Andrew Gillis with the Cincinnati Bengals, um, or he covers the Cincinnati Bengals. He's with Cleveland.com. He was on the show. So if you want to learn about the Cincinnati Bengals, go back an episode, listen to that episode. Super fun conversation. Um, We did not predict who we thought would win, but I don't think either one of us would have predicted that the L.A. Rams would have won that game. Uh, Oh, yeah, no. I actually um, I went back and looked at my pickums before the show, and I uh, I have determined that I picked um, the the Raiders to to win. And uh, I have lost. I'm 0-1 currently in my pickums this week. So, yeah, I didn't predict them to win, and I usually try to stay pretty consistent with my pickums. So I probably would have been with Raiders, and there's really no – I mean, any sports fan – well, any football fan really would know that, like, it's really hard to choose the L.A. Rams right now just because of how injured they are and whatnot, and they're just not playing good football. So I just think that uh, yesterday was just stunning. I mean, not just for the uh, – Raiders themselves, but I think for any fan watching, because wow, that that was a it was a crazy ending. I mean, I didn't catch most of the game because um, I was out and about uh, milling around in uh, downtown Pittsburgh, but um, I did catch the end of the game, most of the fourth quarter, and uh, I am very very pleased with the outcome. Yeah, I I texted you at uh, some point, and I said. Are you watching this in all caps? Because Baker Mayfield, who, if you didn't watch the broadcast, they made it very obvious. They kept saying it because it is a big deal. But it was like every 30 seconds they were like, and just remember, he has only been in L.A. for 48 hours. Like, I mean, it is it is like a big deal, but it was just kind of like, okay, we know. Like, Baker Mayfield has only been on the L.A. Rams for 48 hours. But still, no timeouts. He had like 90 seconds left. Uh, he went 98 yards, almost the full length of the field, um, had some penalties there to help him out. But I mean, still, that's impressive. 
did get a stop clock with the penalty, but he had an insane throw to Ben Skoranek from Fort Wayne, Indiana, went to Notre Dame, uh, was a rookie last year, won the Super Bowl with the Rams, and Ben Skoranek just went up, caught a huge pass. Ben Skoranek had a huge night. Um, what a hype him up because on Twitter and Instagram, I'm not seeing that catch. And I think it was Van Jefferson who had the touchdown. Uh, he, his catch is all over the media because it was the touchdown. And I props to Van Jefferson. That was a cool catch too. I thought Ben Skoranek's was more impressive. It was more contested. He went up, he grabbed it, he took it away. I didn't think he caught it at first. He did. That is what really put them in position to win the game, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I I don't disagree with you on that. I think the only, I mean, the the main reason I, I feel like media outlets are not covering, um, they're covering more of the Van Jefferson catches just because it was the game-winning touchdown, more or less. I, I don't think it has anything to do with, like, the ability or the capacity of the catch compared to anything. I just think it was, that was the last play that everybody was like, holy crap, Baker Mayfield just went 98 yards and got a touchdown to win the game. It was about 98 yards, right? Just about. Yeah, it was, it was 98. He went, he started on their own two. So they went 98 uh, yeah, yards. Yeah. 98 yards. So, yeah. So like, I feel like it has nothing. I don't think it has nothing necessarily anything to do with the capacity or like the like how great the catch was on a rating. I think people were just talking about the the Van Jefferson catch because of where it landed at, at that specific moment. I mean, like if like I know, but, but like if any a- if Cooper Cup would have made it a fantastic catch, um, I, they might not have talked about it as much. They would have mm-hmm. talked about it. They would have if Cooper Cup, if Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase or some other big name wide receiver made the catch Ben Skoranek made, it would be all over. Okay, but like, but in fairness, like, I'm I'm just saying, like, the only reason that it probably wasn't covered as much is just because it was a game winning touchdown. You, you you know, like it's it's one of those things where it's like, I, I don't I don't disagree with you on it because I definitely think it should be covered more by the media because when they they should be fiending for catches like that, but. It's just so fogged right now because like, because I even remember like George Pickens had that one weird one-handed catch, like his first catch of the year. And I, and like the NFL talked about it for like, like a day and I'm like, whatever. But like point being is like, they, they are fiends for this. So it makes you, uh, makes you wonder why they're not talking about it, but I'm sure they're probably just talking about just the Van Jefferson catch. I don't think I don't like I said I don't necessarily think it was the the ability of Van Jefferson's catch. I just think it was because Baker threw the touchdown. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, saw. I, I was talking about this before. I saw this post, but I saw Drew Brees actually agreed with me, and it made me feel really smart about my analysis. I don't know why it looked like the Raiders were in man coverage on the final play which put Van Jefferson one-on-one with, I assume, a corner. Um, And that kind of, I mean, the pass rush for the Raiders was killing it all game. You have Max Crosby, you've got Chandler Jones. They met Baker meet the dirt a couple times. They were scaring him. I don't know why they abandoned that on the final play of the game. 15 seconds left. They can't run the ball. Just hit him with everything you've got. Yeah. And don't let him in the end zone. Play prevent on zone prevent on the end zone. I feel like any 15-year-old who plays Madden knows that, but Josh McDaniel apparently did not. 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely really interesting to see that they went more like of a conservative, like man coverage at the end. And I have no idea what they were doing. I mean, towards the end, but I mean, every everybody kind of assumes differently whenever it's 15 seconds left. You know, I mean, some people blitz it. I mean, then you get teams that do two point conversions. Like it just like you know, like we saw like two weeks ago, like the there was like back there was like two uh two point conversion games. I mean, it just really depends on the coach and and the style of their coaching. So, I, I definitely think it's uh it's a McDaniel thing, not a not a team thing, because I I don't know if I would have necessarily went into man coverage that f- close to the end of the game and that close to the end zone more or less just because i mean i'm not saying man's bad man-to-man coverage is good but i think you probably should have run a cover zone or or something a little bit more um end zone related like i i wouldn't do all out blitz but at least something but at least at least with zone you keep the play in front of you and then maybe get some safety help for your corners and wide receipt on the wide receiver force them to throw it because he was pretty much in the end zone when he threw it. So all he needed to do was make the catch. He didn't have to get any yards after catch. And oh, that's yeah, yeah. like make them get the yards after catch. Make them get to the end zone. Don't let them just sit in the end zone. But I mean, I'm not in the NFL. So what do I know? Josh yeah, McDaniel is making way more than me. So Yeah, and plus it, it's like me, it's like me saying like, yeah, like, oh, I could call these plays better. Oh, this this offense or this defense is so predictable. It's like yeah, you could say that, but as soon as you step on the field, like I- I'll probably be shivering in my boots and be like, "Oh shoot, what do I do?" So I mean, I, no. I leave it to them to figure it out most of the time. I will throw them plays that they have never seen before. They oh. they might be slightly illegal formations, but the NFL would have never seen any plays like it. Spider two wide banana flea flicker Chick fil A. Yeah, we'll have crossing routes all yeah. over the. We'll have the play from uh, longest yard, the Adam Sandler version, where they just <sighs> throw it throw it around yeah me and my um me and my friends during uh turkey bowl two years ago we, we had like a whole uh playbook uh for for plays back in 2020 um we have since abandoned them because we realized that they didn't work but we had plays like uh spider 2 y banana colt 69 uh which actually colt 69 funny enough this is the 69th episode so um hmm. but uh but it just like just random plays like that but yeah they were they're were, they're fun to make I don't know, you know, what that would uh, entail in the NFL. I don't even know if uh, Spider Two Y Banana would work in the NFL. I think that's already a play. I'm not what lie. was Spider Two Y Banana? What was it? Um, what is it? What Let's is lay it? it out. Like Put it the out play, there. Like for my play. All of your enemies. Like, yeah. Like what is play. it? Um, well, it was like I could definitely give you the. Um, I could. I don't exactly remember. Uh, spider two wide banana because the one we would run a lot is colt 69 because it would it would we would audible it so uh, with uh colt 69 basically 69 okay okay give me hold on okay so we, we would do um we would do a six on six six on six so uh, we would have the quarterback and then we would have me and me and my other friend we would run we would run slants one would be the higher slant so usually it was he was the higher slant i was the lower slant um our other wide receiver would go down deep and then our running back would do a wheel route and then that would be so that would be one two three, four five. And what would the other play player do? Um, I want to say he didn't go deep. I want to say he kind of like just went like straight out like that to the left. Um, 
so it was definitely an interesting play but also we ran those a couple times the team that we played like destroyed us on those every single one of those plays so we went back to the backyard football we, we were very uh very professional and it, it didn't work we're not professionals and we tried to run zone and zone didn't work either so man-to-man backyard brawl man they're not backyard brawl more like backyard backyard, backyard brawl no rules well yeah backyard punching kick brawl. well when i think of backyard brawl i think of uh pit versus okay. west virginia <laughs> so oh but. yeah doesn't west virginia usually win that no pit one this year i mean we haven't played them in like 10 years so. oh this year yeah, we, oh, okay, okay. MJ Devonshire with a pick six to win the game, 37-30. Two minutes left in the game. Incredible. My only knowledge of Pitt is you, and my only knowledge of West Virginia is Pat McAfee. So you both have your biases. Yeah, I mean, um, hail to Pitt. I don't think there's any big news that has come out of – I mean, Von Miller's out for the season, but we kind of assumed that, I think, when his ACL got torn. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you want to stay on the the topic that we were talking about, like with Baker, do you think that this was just a a stint, like, or do you think that like, do you think that this is can this will stay consistent with Baker, or do you think that this was just like a one time thing and that he will never do this again? And do you think that he has the potential to start over like a Matt Stafford, who won a Super Bowl? Or because yeah, I, I don't know, because I mean, they do have a little bit of an age difference. I mean, I don't think they're that much apart, but I mean, they're I mean, Matt Stafford's definitely close to 30, if not in I his think 30s. Stafford was drafted in 2009 and I know Baker was 2018. Wow. wow. I was really off. I might I might be wrong, but oh no, he is 34. For some reason, I thought he was like 30. Well, yeah, I mean, they're almost like 10 years apart. Like they're probably a little they're definitely less than that. But like would would or should the LA Rams like give Baker more of a chance if you know with Matt Stafford getting old or do you still run with your old guy it's it's the same question like for like Green Bay like Aaron Rodgers you know former Super Bowl champion well I mean I guess forever Super Bowl champion because I don't think you ever lose those unless you unless you do something bad but um, yeah he's not a former but but he was a Super Bowl champion or he is, um, just not recently. Uh, not my point. My point is, is like, do you keep Aaron Rodgers in? Do you do you keep like the player that got you the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, or do you bring in the talent that is promising, like a like a Jordan Love, or do you keep him like a Baker Mayfield? Like in this situation, what would you do? Would you keep Baker Mayfield in, or would I mean, obviously you have to now, but like, come whenever you have to debate between keeping Baker Mayfield in the off season or um, like sticking with Matt Stafford, who's going to start, you know? So I think, well, first of all, I'm not really ready to compare Jordan Love to Baker Mayfield. I think Jordan Love still has a lot more to prove. Second of all, I, I think this could become a problem that kind of solves itself because Matthew Stafford is older, as we've established. He is a 2009 rookie. I looked it up. Um, it's not super old. Obviously, Brady's still in. He's 2000 rookie. I think uh, Matt Ryan was drafted way before that as well. But he, Matthew Stafford is beat up. He came into the season with a shoulder injury. He has neck problems. He's had two concussions this season. Like you said, he has won a Super Bowl. 
A lot of people consider him an eventual Hall of Famer. I don't know that I necessarily do, but a lot of people do consider him that, especially now that he's gotten the Super Bowl. Um, I know his wife has been very outspoken about wanting him to kind of just, you know, put up the pads and stuff, which he, but he's a competitor at the same time. So that's not just something you do. That's a long decision. He's been playing football, presumably his whole life. And so to just kind of hang up those pads it right away, isn't something I think you do. It's probably something he's thinking about. Um, Baker Mayfield looked fantastic last night. Uh, the only real problem I saw with the Rams was with Cam Akers in the run game. I mean, Baker wasn't perfect, but he looked a lot better than what people were expecting. Um, furthermore, he's got Sean McVay as his head coach. Sean McVay is considered, in my opinion, a Hall of Fame coach, especially at the age he's already at. He's already been to two Super Bowls. That's very impressive. He's one of the youngest coaches in the league, if not the youngest coach in the league. Um. And Sean McVay has already talked about saying he will retire and go into the booth when Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, uh, I think Cooper Cup was the other one who retire. I think Aaron Donald and Matt Stafford are going to retire before Cooper Cup. So I think you keep Baker Mayfield because you got him. You got him off the waiver wire, first of all. So you got him for dirt cheap. Um. You're going to be able to start him all this season, assuming he doesn't get hurt. And next season, if Matthew Stafford's back, you have the best backup in the NFL in Baker Mayfield. And he's learning from Matthew Stafford. Hopefully he can keep his ego in check, because I know one of the reasons he left Carolina was because he was going to be the quarterback three which fair, he kind of showed us last night why he shouldn't be a quarterback three. Uh, I don't think he should be below quarterback two. Um, yeah, but long-winded way of answering your question. I think Baker is going to end up being the quarterback for the Rams, whether it's this season or next season. Okay, yeah. I mean, I was just – because it is very hard to tell – um and uh also for anybody that's watching that's new to the show i do have a bird uh his name's murray but uh we'll call him uh latavius murray uh denver broncos running back legend currently latavius murray uh but yeah so if you're chirping that's just my bird um and he's very vocal uh but anyway um i kind of agree or i not kind of i definitely agree i don't think baker mayfield really should have ever been like snubbed or next from the Browns like he was. I mean, granted, he's he was not great necessarily in Cleveland, but in fairness, he did bring Cleveland to some glory that Cleveland has never gotten before, which was a playoff win against the Steelers. <laughs> like, how long ago have you heard of Cleveland being in the playoffs? And Baker Mayfield was him for that season. I, I don't think that Baker Mayfield is that bad of a quarterback. And I just think that guys just need to give him a chance. Give the guy a chance. I want to see what he looks like with Cooper Cup. He's never he could had. Be, he could be very dangerous, though. He, could he has be. never had a. Okay, someone's probably going to DM me and be like, oh, but what about this person? He's never had like someone who's been like consistent wide receiver one. Like this dude is crazy talented on his team. Um, closest he got to that was Christian McCaffrey. And Christian McCaffrey's a running back that they traded away like three weeks into 
the season. Yeah, and and not only that, but like <laughs> you even look at like Cleveland, like the wide receivers that he had with with that season. Like, I mean, they're it's no like big names. They were just all like average receivers. Um, right. Right a, now, I can't yeah. even think of the receivers that they they had that season. I mean, because that was uh, Donovan. Donovan Peoples Jones was there. He was really the only big one I can think of. And Peoples Jones is just, but he's. It's not like I, I don't don't take this the wrong way, Cleveland fans. I don't think Donovan Peoples Jones is some uh, like Cooper Cup equivalent. No, no. So, um, or I don't. I'm not. I was gonna say I don't think he's a great wide receiver, but also I take that very like not like to myself. I don't even agree with that because I think he's a very consistent wide receiver <clears throat> and he gets plays done but um he, but like us but as we said he's no cooper cup so it'll be very interesting but cooper cup isn't scheduled to come back the earliest until what like week 17 or 18 i don't, I don't yeah and at that, at that point i don't even know if they'll play him because like why why they're not going to be in playoff contention realistically so i don't um, know why no i think that. i th- i think yeah i think that uh i think if they lost yesterday i think they were eliminated but i guess they still hang on by a thread but i i think like their chances are probably gone because you you have that whole you have that whole freaking you have philly you have philly dallas washington and the giants all fighting for a playoff spot and they're all in the same division and that's four teams so like I, and they're all like have winning records so like i i don't all, all fighting to lose in the first round of the playoffs <laughs> okay bucko um <laughs> i don't think that i mean the eagles won't lose in the first round technically because they, they'll get the buy so that's first of all get okay so they'll lose troll. in the second round all right uh, who would they lose to tampa bay uh depends i don't know but okay, hey, Titans were number one. Both the Titans and the Packers were the number ones last right. season, and they both lost their first games. Okay, you know what? Because we're talking about this right now, um, we're gonna look at it, the playoff picture if the playoffs started today, and I want to hear oh, your gosh. opinions on what you would think would happen. And then we'll also talk about uh, our predictions. Do, do we didn't do our predictions for this weekend yet? Did we? No, we didn't. We'll right. pull up the, I'll pull up the NFL schedule because I already have it. You pull up the playoff picture. Let's see right. what we've got. All I'm saying is just because you're the number one seed, that don't mean garbage. There's I know, but, I, of, but the, they, the, the West is – or not the West. The, the NFC sucks. <laughs> like it's it's not – I don't think it's – I mean, I think you, it's, an, it's interesting. The East, the East strength of schedule is so weak, though. They're playing all these like losing teams. They're only so high because they're playing the AFC South and then themselves. Yeah, okay, but like, listen, uh, listen, all right. <clears throat> like, what competitive team is out of the NFC then that isn't? All right, so let's look at the playoff picture, okay? Vikings. So you want, uh, okay, I agree with that, but the Cowboys still crush. Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Dallas Cowboys. No, I refuse to acknowledge any NFC East team. I, I, I like the Dallas Cowboys. But okay, give me the not, playoff picture. What's the playoff picture okay. for the NFC? We're, okay, we're so going to run over for this. I, okay, so if if the NFL playoffs started today, the Bills and the Eagles would have uh, the buys. The Bills and the Eagles? Yeah, the Bills and the AFC okay. and the Eagles and the NFC. All right, and then in the AFC, the Chiefs would play the Jets. The 
Ravens would play the Dolphins, and then the Titans would play the Bengals. Which is kind of oh, funny nice. that the Titans would play the Bengals, just because that's such a nice weird rivalry now. Yeah. Um, it is. And then in the NFC, the Vikings would play the Seahawks, which is mind-blowing to me. Um, the 49ers would play the Giants, and the Buccaneers would play the Cowboys. So. Let's see here. Let's, let's um, fill out your bracket, Josh. Well, I'm going to fill out a bracket when they uh, actually make them. So, Bengals would play Chiefs. Wait. Bengals, no, Bengals would play Titans. Chiefs would play Jets. Oh, because Chiefs get the worst. That's right. Okay. Um, <coughs> Chiefs, okay, Chiefs would beat the Jets. Uh, Stan's uh, not real happy with you saying that. <laughs> Dolphins, Ravens. I think Dolphins beat the Ravens. Also, I love Mike McDaniel, so I'm just going to. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think. Uh, Definitely think yeah, I agree with you on the Dolphins pick. I don't. I don't think the Ravens are. I don't. It, and whatever. Then Bengals. I'm gonna take Bengals over Titans because I. I first of all I have to. Second of all I think they actually would because they blocked down Derrick Henry. Um. Then we've got Seahawks Vikings. Ooh, I'm gonna take Vikings. Okay. Uh, Niners. Giants, I'm going to take Niners. Yeah, all and the way, Niners. Buccaneers, Cowboys, let's go. Playoff Tom Brady is not something to mess with. I'm going Buccaneers, Tom. Yeah, I, 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 just... think, I think Tampa Bay has uh, Dallas's number, if I remember in the past, but maybe I'm... I just, I just eliminated all of the teams from the NFC East except for the Eagles because I couldn't. 49ers will beat the Eagles. Brock Purdy. Well, is the go Eagles. Off. The Eagles wouldn't play. Um, the, the Eagles would play from your picks. The Eagles would play the Buccaneers. So, Tom Brady playoff. Tom Brady, baby, playoff. Tom Brady. Tom, playoff. Tom, Eagles have vengeance because they got smoked last playoff year. Playoff. Tom. Playoff. Tom. Tom, Tom has Tom. vengeance. Tom has vengeance. He lost to the Eagles in a Super Bowl. You think he's forgotten about that? Yeah. Well, he also had his vengeance last year when he crushed them. Uh, and for, like he, he, Tom doesn't forget. Yeah. Tom it's also, a- um, <laughs> Tom also shouldn't be in playoffs this year. His team well, sucks. Well, his well, team well, is well. arguably a terrible team. That division well, just is, is bad. Still. Okay. Moving on. Moving on to that I, little. I'm telling you, my playoff picture is going to come to life. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to for us to both write out our brackets. <clears throat> okay. We've got week uh, 14, I think it is. Yes. Week, week 14 of the NFL. Last night, we had the Raiders and the Rams where Baker Mayfield killed it. He killed Josh McDaniels Raiders. Even though they were celebrating, they were grittying after the punt. Baker Mayfield said, nope, I'm taking it back. Let's pick the rest of the picks. We've got Vikings versus Lions. Who are you taking? Um, I'm keeping it pretty consistent with my um, pickums. I picked the Vikings just because I also agree that I really like the Vikings. Not that I don't think the Lions are that good, but did you hear that the Lions are the favorite this week? No, I did I, not. Yeah, apparently. Why are they the favorite? I don't know why. Apparently, at least my friend, my friend told me yesterday that they're a favorite. I don't know if it's in. It's like if, it, if they're favored by the spread or like 
something like that. They're they're favored for something. It's like the first time that I now necessarily I don't know if this is true. Don't know where my friend heard this. I didn't go and research it myself. It was last night. Well, according to Sports Bet MGM, uh, Vikings will win this week with fifty percent confidence. So okay, so it's fifty-fifty. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. You know, so I'm gonna take the Lions. This is gonna be my upset pick. The hey, Lions. You know, that's that's a good upset pick, considering that They're, most of the picks this week are really hard to pick upsets for. So. They are underdogs. They I, well, apparently they're not underdogs. I feel like they should be underdogs, though. We got Dan Campbell; he's got him hot. Um, Jared Goff has been playing like he forgot he was Jared Goff, and uh, it's it's been looking good. I like the Lions this week. Um, I'm just going with the Vikings, not because they're ten and two, but just because they've been playing some good football. Um, I don't, I still hate to look back on the Dallas Cowboys game, but like, you know, they, they made up for it against in some other games, but I just, I, I don't, I think Detroit's a, a good team. They're an up and coming team, but do I think that they, uh, will pull out this game? I don't think so, but I hope that they prove me wrong. They, they are going to, they are going to up and come. That's what's going to happen. Lions. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ravens Steelers divisional matchup. We got two divisional matchups in a row here. So um, I know you're going to be like, but I, I was going to go with the Steelers just because uh, Lamar Jackson's hurt. So I, I, I like the Steelers defense chances. We're at home. Steelers. Last time Steelers were at home, we put up 30 offensive points. So I think it was 30 offensive points. I don't know if it was mixed up total. You probably. I wasn't there I for the last play of the game, so but either I, way, because um, we were both there, that's why I. I am going. I want to be. I want you to listen very carefully how I'm phrasing this. I am not rooting for the Steelers, but I am rooting against the Ravens. Yes, I figured because it's for the division. That is that is my. So I am not picking the Steelers to win. I'm picking them to not lose. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's what's that's what's happening. The next game, Browns Bengals. I still think that the Bengals are going to win that game. So I don't, I don't this one's hard because like was last it? week, I don't, I don't think it's that hard. I, I don't think. I think it's hard. Good. Here's no, it's hard because Joe Burrow has never beat the Browns. Is this true? Yes. <clears throat> wow. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just. I, I don't think that the Browns are, and they they had our number earlier in the season. They, yeah. the Bengals can beat the Chiefs. They can beat the Titans. They'll probably end up beating the Bills. They're going to lose to the Browns. I want them to win, which is so stupid. Like how like, does the... Joe can beat Joe can beat um, Patrick Mahomes? No, easily he can, no problem. Freaking uh, Jacoby Brissett gets out there. Yeah, it's thirty-two no. thirteen. I totally forgot that that happened on Halloween. Yeah, no, we can't. It, I, I want them to win. The Bengals should win, but it's hard for me to pick them at this point. I'm gonna pick them because they're my favorite team. I'm gonna ride with them, but know that I am aware that there is a strong possibility we lose this game. Um, I just like your chances also because you guys are home, and just I know I always try to stick with home field advantage, but I mean Browns did play at home. Um, Browns beat the Steelers at home. Let's see what happens when they when Cleveland comes to town for like you this weekend. We'll, we'll see how well say, they play with Deshaun Watson. And 
I met Trey Hendrickson last season when the Deshaun Watson thing was going on, and he said he was going to uh, rip Deshaun Watson's head off. I hope he doesn't actually do that because that's murder. But basically, he was going to introduce him to the ground nicely. And uh, Trey's been held back a little bit. And so Sam's been getting a lot of the sacks, which loves Sam too. But I'm hoping both of them get at least one sack against this guy. And that'll be the reason we win. will be because Deshaun Watson can't play. Anyway, moving on, Jets, Bills. Um, probably Bill. I think I put Bills. Um, I'm going to take I Bills too. I don't think I put I don't even know where it is. Hold on. Bills. Oh, Bills Mike are at the top. Yeah, Bills. Yeah, I put Bills. Mike White's Jets with out Brees Hall <coughs> and a beat up Michael Carter. Yeah, no. I, I don't I don't like that. I mean, I I like the Jets as a team this year. I, I just don't think that they're going to clutch up in big games like this. Just don't see it. Maybe maybe they'll surprise, but just couldn't do it. Can't get it done. They couldn't do it. I mean, they, they what, Jets versus uh Jets versus Vikings. They, they didn't clutch up for that game, so. No. Nope. But anyway, moving on. The the battle of Texas, the Texans versus the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys, bro. I, I don't. Cowboys. If you if you pick the Texans as an upset, that's just <laughs> stupid. Like I, I don't. Even, I think like, the odds are like negative three thousand for the Cowboys to to win. Yeah, the, the for me the pickums is ninety nine point. Yeah, ninety nine. Well, it just says ninety nine percent people pick Dallas. One percent picked Houston. I think that is the. That is just terrible. Houston is that bad. <laughs> Houston sucks. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. We both agree, Cowboys. Uh, Eagles, Giants, another divisional battle. Um, um, I don't. I think the. I don't think any of those. I. I don't think Eagles or the Giants are really for real. But um, I just put the Eagles just because they're eleven and one. Um, I could see the Giants winning just because the Giants are a divisional matchup and anything can happen in divisionals. But um, the, the Giants like tied, tied. Was it, it wasn't it last week. It was just very, uh, yeah, the commanders. Yeah. They, they tied with the commanders. It just makes it really sad. I mean, both teams are really good, but it makes you really wonder if like the Giants are actually for real. It also makes you, you know, with the Eagles, like, I don't know. That whole division's a mess. I'm just going with the Eagles. Whole I'm going to go Eagles because I think they have a more talented team. Um, Fair. Jaguars, Titans. So I, probably, yeah, Titans. <laughs> I'm going Jaguars. Mean, I mean, I like Trevor Lawrence, but, I mean, last week he showed me that literally just. Yeah, but the week uh, before he beat the Ravens. Yeah, and then, and then last week he freaking crapped the bet against Detroit. Yeah, but we just established Detroit. Detroit is the worst, best team I've ever seen in my life. And uh, (laughs) that is just the best way to say it. But I, I mean, yes, I I get that. I just, you would think that at least he would have been able to do a little bit more. But you know what? I respect that. I respect that. I'm taking T-Law and the Jags. I'm going to, I'm pretty much going with all the favorites this week so far. But yeah, Tennessee. Wow. Wow. Hey, hey, listen. Wow. Hey, Steelers are the Broncos. Not... Chiefs and the Broncos. I already wow. know who you're going to pick. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah. I mean, it'd pretty... uh, I mean, if you pick, once again, if you pick the Broncos, it's kind of a silly pick. But also, I guess the Broncos almost did beat Baltimore. So, I'll go to the Broncos. Almost. You're going Broncos? Uh, no, no, I'm going Chiefs. Oh. I said, how good are the Broncos since they almost beat uh, the Ravens? Yeah, you're Hey, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, all right? Okay. Moving on. Panthers and Seahawks. Um, 
Um, I think I actually, I wasn't sure, Seahawks. but um, I put Seahawks. Just I know it's a little weird because it's like, oh, why be unsure? But you know, it's kind of interesting to see how Carolina's been playing without Baker and with more of like DJ Moore and stuff. It's just DJ Moore running around by himself. It's kind of funny, but they're just gonna put Tariq Woolen on him, and he's gonna be done. All right, well. I already I, in my pickums. Uh, look, I'm literally referencing my pick. I know you, I know nobody at home can see this, but look, look at my phone. I'm literally referencing my pickums. I have he Seattle. is referencing his pick. He's referencing his pre pre <laughs> I'm I'm picking these on the spot as I look at the schedule. So we'll right. see who's what's more accurate. Uh, Buccaneers, 49ers. We got Brock Purdy's 49ers. Mystery irrelevant versus put, Tom the Go Brady. Uh, 49ers. <clears throat> I know, I know Tom Brady's good, but this 49ers team, scary. You want to know something? Brock Purdy's what? 22 years old. Isn't he Do you know how many seasons? Do you know how many seasons Tom Brady's been playing? 22. 23. Uh. Tom Brady has been playing longer than uh, this guy's been alive. Yeah. That's... So. We got the young buck. He, he was about my age. Who, yeah, uh, the young, young buck. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, isn't he about I'm, age? <coughs> he is. I'm riding with my generation to take down the older boomer generation. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Let's go Brock Purdy in the San Francisco Brock 49ers. Purdy. I root for that. I root for that. I actually have the 49ers over the Buccaneers too. So There we go. There we go. Uh, Dolphins, Chargers. I'm on Sunday Night Football. I am riding with Mike McDaniel. I'm riding with Tua. Jalen Waddle's <laughs> got that Penguin power. Tyreek Hill's like a cheetah out there. I don't know how you choose the Chargers. You're going. I'm going Dolphins. I also am going Dolphins. I mean, it's kind of funny. I have a Chargers hoodie. I also have a Minka Fitzpatrick Miami Dolphins jersey. So I'm kind of both fans, you know. But uh, I, I like Minka's <clears throat> on the. Uh, he's on the Steelers now, but it's a, it's a it's a three year old jersey. I bu- I got it years uh, and years ago, but um, but yeah, it still hangs in my closet. It's still there. It's it's a nice jersey, but um, but big Minka guy. So when Minka came to the Steelers, I was like, holy crap! But um, nonetheless, Miami, definitely Miami. Um, I had something else I was gonna say, but I don't remember. So let's just move on before I. Keep well, we're almost out of time. Well, we are out of time. We're seven minutes over what I intended, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. All right. That's how the way many, these things go. Yeah. How many more games do we have? Like maybe three, one, two. Well, the only one left is Monday Night Football, oh, which we can talk about on Monday. Yeah, we can talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Monday. I mean, after after Tua and the Dolphins celebrate um, beating the Chargers. Oh. Hopefully Jalen Waddle gets more than like 1.9 fantasy points because I really, 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 really need him to get more points. Oh, I thought that was a reference to how I, I lost to – no one else is going to know who this is. <laughs> I lost to Brendan Fredericks in fantasy because of Jalen Waddle. Oh, that sucks. That's – listen, yeah. Jalen Waddle <clears throat> – when when'd you lose? Because last week Jalen Waddle put up like 1.9. Last week. He put up 1.9 and you lost because of it? Because I had Jalen Waddle. Oh, because you had Jalen. Oh, yeah, I thought it was because I lost he did. by like point four. Yeah, I know. I have so listen in my, one of my leagues. I've been popping off because I had Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, and they both would get like 
18 points a game. And then Tyreek Hill gets 28 and Jalen Waddle gets one. I'm like, bro, I could have literally put in any other wide receiver and I would have won. I lost by three points last week. I mean, granted, I already clinched playoffs, but still, it's just very demoralizing for a team that should be uh, second place. So It is. It is. Um, well, that's that's going to be all for today's show. Jalen Waddle, we still love you because you put up great fantasy points. And yes. I know you probably don't really yes. care about my fantasy team, but still love you anyway. Uh, Chargers, we also love you, even though I kind of roasted you there at the end. Austin Eckler. Don't, don't, don't want to be too toxic. Austin Eckler, Drew Tranquil, we love them both. Um, don't want to be too toxic, unlike Chuss. Uh, hey, 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 I was all love today. Hey, 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 you were good today, but usually you're toxic. Was... Anyway, um, if you enjoyed today's show, please share it. Once again, Andrew Gillis talking about the Cincinnati Bengals was on the previous episode, episode 68. So you should go check that out. And if you want to follow the show on Instagram, that's no butts underscore show. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Josh underscore butts underscore 2001. Yes, that was the year I was born. That bothered Andrew. Um, I'm sorry, Andrew. And uh, email is bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. Other than that, I hope everyone has a great weekend and we are signing off.